Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join me as my co-host, Joseph. Hello. We will be joined by Jehu Eventually. shortly. It's maybe. monsooning out, you know. He's got awful weather here. Yeah. Ian, because it's awful weather, is showing a lot of rich people who are on vacation movies right now. Yep. Um, so we're going to bring you your news. Joseph, I believe you have the news in front of you. I have some news. I have news. I have a healthy little boy now. Congratulations. I'm going to give him a little more respect than you gave him last week. And? He's here, and he's wonderful and beautiful. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear it. Yep. And Mama is doing great. Great. Go with the news. <laughs> <laughs> First thing off is I'm not... You know, I really do want to know what the uh, what the residual viewership or affection for it is. I'm interested to find out. But uh, the GOT Game of Thrones prequel has been announced with some more information. Uh, there are going to be some Starks. There's going to be some Direwolves. This is obviously supposed to take place well before the events of the Game of Thrones series. And in fact, well before the Seven Kingdoms. I don't. I still don't know why we're doing this because it still sounds like it's going to be a lot of the same things. Agreed. But uh, I like this world. I'd like to do more things in this world. I just think, you know, like you said, I think there's definitely enough interest for a Game of Thrones sequel, prequel, yeah. something. I just don't know that this is the right thing. Yeah. But maybe I'm out of tune with the audience as a whole. It seems like a lot of people care, like where White Walkers came from. Yeah. That's not a thing I never needed answered for me. I would have much preferred Robert's Rebellion. That would have been my first. Well, and that's ideal and that's show. that's the funny thing to me is because uh, you know, unless this show is going to make the White Walkers a more interesting villain, that that's never been the like intriguing part of yeah. game of thrones like the 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 personal interactions and the political intrigue and all that kind of shit has always been to me anyway like the the big draw so yeah robert's rebellion would be great that i mean it would be impractical to film uh but like an animated or a comic book version of the dance with dragons yeah would be fucking dope as hell yeah, yeah, yeah um or even like if we wanted to go way back i'd love to see like the fall of valyria or something yeah that would be really interesting as well i think there's i think what people if, what, who if, are f- what if it was like it was like the game of thrones krypton yeah put it, <laughs> yeah, put yeah. it on sci-fi or the cw or whatever shit fucking channel that's on i think people some people really appreciate the mythos but maybe the general audience viewer is more interested in those, like, you know, mysteries, the scary horror sci-fi element to I it. just don't believe that that's true. I, I don't know. I, like I said, I very well may be out of tune of what the general audience wants, but it's this is not what I want. There will be another brand. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully. I mean, there's going to be brand in the builder, right? Yeah, maybe, well, we don't know if that's that particular time frame. That's it's, fair. It's hard to know. Uh, we'll see what happens with this. Um, for a much more modern thing, Charlize Theron and Helen Mirren are announced to be returning for Fast 9, which I think is the next one, right? Yep, yeah, just started filming. Uh, Charlize Theron, who was uh, the villain Cypher, Cypher. I think, uh, who didn't kill a baby, but did no. kill a mother. Almost made you think she was going to. Yeah. Helen did Mir- kill a mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Deckard Shaw's mother. Yep, Helen Mirren is Deckard Shaw's mother. Uh, Interesting to me that she's going to be in it, and I probably not Jason Statham, right? I mean... Who knows, honestly. Yeah, that's fair. Joining John Cena. Yeah. And the rest of the Toretto family. This series has been such a weird phenomenon. It, phenomenon is a great word for it. Is when you think about how Fast and the Furious started... Yeah, it, it makes no sense. And then, like... Eight was them fighting a cyber terrorist yeah. of some sort who blackmailed somebody with a wife and or baby and baby mama. That's a weird plot and a weird course of events that got us to that. Yeah, and it's like honestly, 
is the the connective tissue is Vin Diesel and maybe kind of Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, like, for sure. What is left from the original cast besides that? Jordana Brewster's coming back. Yeah, that's true. Who gives a shit? Yeah. I'm more excited about the Hobbs and Shaw. I don't really have a lot of interest in this one. See, that's where I think the future, if there is a future for the Fast franchise, is uh, it will be in spinoffs. Yeah. In just like, you've built this world, other stories can exist within it. I'm not sure there's... Uh, let's be honest. Michelle Rodriguez and Vin Diesel are not the most enduring leads. That's probably true. When is that movie supposed to come out? May of next year. May of next year. And uh, I can't remember his name. The Justin Lin has come back to direct. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, he made all the good ones. He did make all the good ones. So that is that is encouraging. Very, very recent news as of this recording. Joe Taslim uh, of The Raid. Which is uh, a dope-ass movie. Both, both The Raid and The Raid. Well, The Raid Redemption is the first one. It's very off-putting. But The Raid and uh, The Raid 2, great action movies. Uh, and Joe, Joe Taslim is, is great at the lead. Uh, he's been cast as Sub-Zero in an upcoming Mortal Kombat movie, which sounds fucking dope. Yeah, he's the right choice for Look, that part. I, I am aware that Mortal Kombat has a really elaborate mythology that I do not know anything about, uh, but I just know as a kid, Sub-Zero was the fucking coolest to me. Yep. And I think Joe Taslim is dope as shit, so I'm kind of on board with this. Produced, also, great theme song. Produced by James Wan. Yes. I mean, this is a... I don't know a, too much about this other than really those these two facts, and only one of them is very modern. I, I know they recently announced who the director was. I didn't recognize him. But this casting is good caliber casting for this movie. Right. So, so maybe it means we're moving in the right direction. I mean, if, if this movie is not about the fights, then what is it about? It's not like we're casting the Highlander to play Raiden again, which is what we did the first time. Yes, the first time. I can't remember if he was raiding the first or second. But I think he's the first one. <laughs> In the world of the raid or John Wick, I feel like you can make a cool Mortal Kombat movie. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, if, if, if real talk, if you guys haven't seen the raid... Um, it's responsible for every action movie that's happened 100%. in the last, you know, seven or eight, I don't yeah. know, however many years it's been since The Raid yeah. came out. Highly recommend it. Also out this week, we got a, a first trailer for a movie called Knives Out, which is coincidentally my favorite Radiohead song. I wonder but if it'll be in the movie. It, I don't know. Ryan Johnson seems like he'd like Radiohead. Yep. But the wrong kind. The wrong <laughs> kind of fan. Directed by Ryan Johnson, famous for pissing off a bunch of Star Wars fans <laughs> with Star Wars The Last Jedi. Uh, also directed Looper and a great uh, high school noir movie called Brick. This movie has fucking everyone. Everyone in it. in it. Daniel Craig. Yep. Chris Evans. Yep. That guy who's still alive. Oh. Christopher Plummer. Christopher Plummer, who is exclusively old guy who dies in murder movies now. That's like, true. That's but, he, he played this role in Murder Mystery, But he's too. been doing this for a long time. He's, he's been, been an old, old guy <laughs> for a long time. I always tell people, they're like, you know, Christopher Plummer has been around for a while. Yeah. He was in fucking Sound of Music. <laughs> <laughs> Anna, is it Anna or Anna de Armas uh, from Blade Runner 2049? Yep, yep. Uh, Tony Collette, Michael Shannon, Jamie Lee Curtis, Lakeith Stanfield. It's it's really chock full of people. I'm really excited to watch the Lakeith Stanfield, Michael Shannon Absol- combo. Absolutely. As, as the detectives. As- that was the most interesting part of the trailer. And, and kind of like old school Chris Evans. Yeah. Like, you know, before he was likable. <laughs> yeah. Before he's Captain. Yeah. Captain America. I don't know how to feel about this movie because the cast is really interesting and it looks very much in the style of Clue. And I fucking love Clue. Well, they say it's a, you know, old-fashioned whodunit. Right. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. Uh, 
But Ryan Johnson has is so far like one of three for me. So I like all three of Ryan Johnson's movies. I'm excited for this one. I like the cast. I don't know. I'm I the only one I'm kind of nervous about maybe is Daniel Craig. But um Daniel Craig's a good actor. He just, you know, is in Bond movies and in a lot of press uh, hating Bond movies. It's I guess it's it's hard to take Daniel it's hard for me to separate Dan, Daniel Craig who you get in interviews and the actor Daniel <laughs> Craig. <laughs> That's not unfair. But no, I I like everyone cast. I'm so glad Tony Collette's like getting work. Yeah, nowadays. absolutely. She's awesome. Uh yeah, I'm excited for this movie. I think it comes out in November. Wasn't she in the Triple X sequel reboot thingy? I never saw that one. Oh, really? Yeah. It's really fucking good. Yeah. It's, I think it's on HBO right now. It probably is. Yeah. It's, it's Return of Xander Cage. Yeah. It's uh, Ladies and gentlemen, now entering the premises is either Joseph's wife or J. Hugh. It's me. It's J. It's Hugh. J. Hugh. Ba, ba, da, ba. This rain ba, is ba, bullshit. Ba. <laughs> it's crazy out there. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> All right. Take it easy. <laughs> so hey, where J- are we? We were talking about Knives Out. Oh, right. Yeah, that trailer was pretty cool. Yep. We can move on. See, I was really hoping that Jehu would come in and mistake it for the Radiohead song, and we just go on that. (laughs) I was, I, you know, honestly, my first thought when I finished watching it was, man, Nips is going to be bummed that has nothing to do with Radiohead. Because I was kind of bummed it had nothing to do with Radiohead. I'm hoping it shows up somewhere. Right. (laughs) I just want to point out, Jehu has a Boba Fett Super Mario Holy shirt. Holy shit, and that it's is dope cool as, hell. as shit. You know, I, the shit they do now, I'm not a fan of, but this came from T Fury back when they were kind of fucking yeah. cool. And I love the shirt. I don't bring it out very much. Like, my mom's in town, so I have it on. But yeah, it's a it's an emergency break the glass t shirt because I don't want to yeah. wear it out. It's dope. It's yeah. a it's a weird time to be a nerd in America. Yeah. Or the world. Right. Because right. you can't imagine that shirt even existing twenty years ago. Right, yeah, <laughs> totally. It's like two different things I wouldn't have been able to find a t shirt of on one t shirt. Yeah, it's great. That's crazy. Uh, so you got here just in time because we're just hitting the Disney news. So, All right, awesome. So, so Disney the controversy, indeed. Disney kind of double dipped this week as far as uh, building hype, which I'm not sure was a good idea. They really just went for it. They, I, I do kind of well, admire the ball. Do we also have the Maleficent trailer on here as well? I did not. I didn't watch it, but they also released the new Maleficent trailer. This I did. Week. It's it's okay. Yeah, like it looks like it's more of the same. Yeah. I'm not sure that that's a thing. The Mistress of Dark or yeah, something. Yeah, whatever. Like it's fine. Uh, but more importantly, we got the uh, the first Mulan trailer. Uh, live action Mulan mm. supposedly does not have the songs in it. Correct. Uh, it looks. Oh, what what did you guys think? I will start by saying I fucking loved this trailer. I have said at length: if you're gonna do these movies, do them differently. Right. Do not keep regurgitating the same film we've already seen. I know a lot of people want to see the same film, right. but the same film still exists. Right. That's that is a that is a true statement of fact. You can go back, you want to watch the original movie? Watch the original movie. So, I appreciate that we're getting essentially a more traditional Mulan retelling in live action with elements of the Disney classic movie. That excites me. I'm looking forward to that. And I thought this trailer was an like epic in scope. I, you know, I I was surprised by how heavy it is. Like, yep. there is a part of me that was almost, it felt like, like a Saturday Night Live skit or something where, you know, like they're making fun of Disney live action mm-hmm. movies. And let's just do one where it's a serious Have you bummer. ever seen the, the Rock Bambi? No. There is an SNL skit <laughs> where they do it and they cast The Rock as Bambi. And essentially he goes on revenge against The Hunter. 
Right. Which is exactly what you're talking about. Well, it's, but I mean, really, if this didn't say Mulan on it, I would just think, hey, man, this is a cool looking movie. Yep. So I, you know, why would I also not think it's a cool looking movie when it does say Mulan on it? Yep. Now, whether or not it's going to make some money being this heavy, I don't know. We'll see. That's but. that's my concern. Is, is granted, this is a teaser trailer, and I think it was an international teaser trailer. Is it mm. not? Uh, that could be. I'm not sure. And so it may be like, you know, going for a very specific vibe. But it does look really like, you know, the, the, the color has been washed out. Mm. It, it looks very, you know, serious, traditional Chinese people right. worried about their honor and some serious fighting, which is cool. I mean, I'm fine with that. But who is this movie for? I mean, I think we have to remember that now at the box office, the U.S. is not the heavy hitter. It's global sum. Right. And China is the number two movie, like individual movie right. market in the world. I think this completely takes that into consideration. I mean, even if it bombs in the state, this movie could be a hit internationally it does overseas. Yeah. yeah, I think absolutely this movie looks like it'll make money globally. Maybe not here in the states, but I still think you're gonna find, and and we're gonna get to a, you know another controversial topic here in a second. But I've gotten the opportunity to work with teenagers the last ten years, uh, teaching music. And I can tell you, kids today are much more socially aware and socially conscious than I was when I was right. a kid. And this is a selling point. For right. Them. They I, are excited that. Yeah. that this movie is taking more traditional routes. The only people who are upset are 30, 35-year-olds who watched it when they were eight. Right, 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 right. I'm, I'm just confused to me. It's, mm. it's, it, it just doesn't look like fun yet. And, I, I, you know, maybe it doesn't need to be fun. I don't know. It's, I mean, I don't think it's intending to be fun. Yeah. You know, so, I mean. Yeah. It's just, I again, I just, maybe maybe this is specifically mm. going for, like, your crouching, tri- crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Ip Man crowd. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know who the market for this movie is. And there's, who's to say that Disney can't make that movie and make it well? I, they totally can. Yeah. It's just, you know. It's odd. It is funny how it just turns more and more that we talk about Disney. Yeah. Like, they're they're doing everything, you know? I mean, everything that we like anyway. Well, everything yeah. that we like, but I mean, it really just seems like, it seems like everything that's creating a buzz is coming out of Disney. That's mm-hmm. fair. You know? Good time to own Disney stock. Right. Uh, maybe. Yeah. And yeah, no, the, the Mulan trailer leads us very squarely into the other big news this week, which is uh, they announced the casting for Ariel in another live-action adaptation that nobody really asked for. Uh, of The Little Mermaid, uh, it is Halle Bailey, which is so fucking close to Halle Berry, it really irritates me every <laughs> yeah. time I read yeah. it. I say Halle Berry every time I talk right. about it by accident. I'm, uh, I'm sure she is a lovely person and a lovely actress, mm. but... Uh, the... She hasn't been in much. She's mostly a singer. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But the, uh, the big controversy is uh, she is African-American. Uh, which is uh, apparently rubbed a lot of people the wrong way about this casting choice. Well, you know what me and Sarah were talking about? We were talking about, it's funny that there was no controversy when, you know, they switched Aquaman to a different race. Sure. But this is such a big deal. And I think what it is, white people have just decided, you know, you can have some of this, but you can't have our good shit. (laughs) You know, because nobody gave a shit about Aquaman Till uh, till the Aquaman movie. Yeah, I'm actually surprised white people haven't been like, "Hey, man, we want that toy back. You're having a lot of fun with it. Now we would like to have it back." I also honestly feel like white people aren't entirely clear that like Hawaiian Polynesian isn't quite just tan. Right, <laughs> that's true. That's true. You know what's really interesting to me about this whole aerial thing? Um, initially, the tweets that went viral 
about all mm. the, you know, not my aerial, were mm. bot accounts. Really? That got shut down by no Twitter. No shit. That seems really not surprising at all. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> What's funny to me is now people who then retweet it now have to fucking defend it. Yeah, yeah. Right. They would have never said it right. had this bot account not tweeted it out right. to begin with. I've all, you know, I've always been t- of two minds of this stuff. I've always been like, oh, there's one part of me that's like, you know, who gives a shit? Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, like it's not, it's not gonna, like you just said about the other one, it's not gonna make the original Little Mermaid go away. Yep. Um, but also, I've always been like, you know, I, if I was a disenfranchised person, which of course I'm very far from, uh, I would want more than table scraps. Mm-hmm. I would want more than your hand-me-downs. I think that's why Black Panther was so cool, is that it was something created specifically to appeal to to black people. And, you know, and when they turned it into a movie, they really leaned into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also this, like, at the same time, when people who are like, oh, it's not like the Hans Christian Anderson book or the folklore... You don't give a shit about that. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. Little Mermaid movie has nothing to do with that shit. You don't care that it's a that it's a fucking um, that it's a fucking European folk tale. You just care that when you were a little kid, it looked like you, and now this one doesn't. Yeah. That, that said, if if Disney went for it and went full like original story accurate, and she committed suicide and turned into sea foam, that shit would be dope, and that would be oh, like best oh, yeah. best movie of the year. Shut your fucking mouth! You just critiqued Mulan for being too dark, <laughs> and then you're like, turn Ariel into sea foam. That sounds good with me. <laughs> I just feel like going going straight for the super bummer ending. Well, see, I think I think the difference is is walking out of Mulan. Somebody might be happy as soon as as soon as Nips finds out no one will be happy. That's his favorite fucking yeah, that's thing. That's also fair. I uh, it really comes down to. <laughs> so to, why did I have a southern accent? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, it really comes down to two points for me, which is number one again. If I, I representation matters, right? And you know I've seen people say, well, like you know I'm a ginger and there's not a lot of us, and I, Ariel was always my favorite princess. Your Ariel still exists. Right. You're right. That is important. She's still there. The other thing is, well, along with representation matters, between 1938 and 2008, Disney never made a movie with a black lead. Right. That entire time. Right. It wasn't until Tiana in Princess and the Frog, and she's a fucking frog for three quarters right. of that movie. Right. So it, 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 you can't say to me, oh, this isn't... I've seen people be like, well, you don't know that's racism. You're right. I don't know that it's not racism. I know it's not equality is what I know it isn't. So if we're going to keep churning out these live action movies, at some point you have to say, we're going to have minority characters. Right. And uh, you talked about a thing a few weeks ago when we were talking about Will Smith and how, you know, if it doesn't specify the lead, mm-hmm. it's a white person. That's right. who they cast. So they had to decide at some point, we're going to make this intentionally a person of color. And so they did ca- cast the right person for their vision and version of the movie. So I, I just feel like we have all, people have come up with so many excuses and reasons to be angry when, you know what, if you don't like it because if movie fucking sucks, that's fair. Right. But you can't, you don't get to decide you don't like it because a person is a different skin color. That's fucking racism. You know, I think, I know one of the ways where 
this started to make sense to me again as just like the whitest dude on earth and in no way disenfranchised. But when they cast uh, Daniel Craig as James Bond, Mm -hmm. when they made James Bond into like a five foot ten blonde guy with a light bulb shaped head and resting bitch face, (laughs) I got on board. You know, I was like, man, they're trying to sell this to me. And they did. So why shouldn't other people get this shit? Correct. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's it's. It's amazing to me the kind of controversy we've gotten out of this. You know, it's it's interesting is I saw Frozen on Broadway. That is a mixed cast. You never fucking question it because it's good. Right. You know, as long as the product is good, it, it, it doesn't... These are fantasy characters in a made-up fucking world. She's half fish. Right. Why are we complaining? Right. This has turned into a really weird soapboxy episode for it, real phonies. It, but in general, I'm okay with this casting because she's got a weird fish face. Also, that seems to fit. Race relations is a big deal for me. <laughs> yeah. So Also, you know, to me, it just pisses off all the right people. All the people I want to be sad, you know, I mean, I discriminate with my sadness more than Nips does. Nips wants everyone to be sad. <laughs> I want specifically the people who are upset about this to be sad. So I'm totally I'm fine it. if you edit out 90% of my rant. That's okay. And just to be clear, I don't want everyone to be sad. I just want everyone who's happy to be sad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think that, that <laughs> I believe that takes us to the end of the news for this week. Join us a little bit later this week. Most of us saw Spider-Man Far From Home, uh, and we got feelings. <laughs> I didn't know that we hadn't all seen it. That's awesome. And I had not. And, <laughs> and we got feelings about it. So join us a little bit later this week. We're going to give you your, your review and uh, let you know whether it's better or worse than the most mediocre movie ever made, Michael Bay's Transformers. It probably is, but we'll tell you more stuff about it, too. Right. Uh, so thank you guys for listening. If you want to get in touch with us, uh, please reach us at uh, realphonies at gmail.com. Send us your emails, your thoughts, whatever. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the aerial controversy. I'll read that shit on air unless it's got the word cuck in it. <laughs> um, oh, God. <laughs> uh, I got, I've got. i been called a cuck already for my opinion on this. I'm so. not surprised. <laughs> uh, if you want to follow... <laughs> you can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at realphonies and on Instagram at real underscore phonies. Thanks to Zach Evans for our and Brian Velasquez for our theme. See you guys later. Later.